Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the BU Podcast. Today we're going to read Genesis 23, 24, and 25. Um, God loves you so much. Remember that. Sarah dies and Abraham buries her. Sarah lived for 127 years. She died in the land of Canaan at Kiriath Arba. That place is also called Hebron. Abraham was very sad. He went to her tent and he cried very much because she was dead. Then Abraham went to the Hittite people and said to them, I am living as a stranger among you, a foreigner. Please sell me some land here so that it belongs to me. Then I can use it to bury my wife properly. The Hittites replied, Sir, please listen to what we say. We respect you as a great and powerful person. We have good places for We bury our people who have died. Choose the best one that you like. None of us will refuse to give you the place that you choose. Then you will be able to bury your dead wife there. Abraham stood up. He turned turned his face toward the ground to respect the Hittites who lived in that place. He said to them, Since you have agreed to help me, please do this. Speak to Zohar's son. Ephron for me. Ask him to sell the cave of Machpelah to me. It belongs to Ephron. It is at the edge of his field. You will see that I pay the proper price to him. Then it will belong to me. I can bury my family there when they die. Ephron was sitting there with his people at the city gate. He spoke so that all the Hittites could hear him. Ephron said, no, sir, please listen to me. You may take my field as well as my cave. I promise in front of my people that I will give all this to you. Then you can bury your dead wife there. Abraham again turned his face towards the ground to respect the place of the people. While they were listening, he said to Ephron, Let me say this. I will pay the price to buy the field. Please accept the money from me. Then I can bury my dead wife there. Ephron replied to Abraham, Listen to me, sir. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver, but the price is not important because we are friends. Now bury your dead wife there. Abraham agreed to the price that Ephron had asked for. He weighed the correct amount of silver to give to Ephron. The Hittites there knew that it had been done properly. The weight of 400 shekels agreed between them. In that way, Ephron's field in Machpelah near Mamre now belonged to Abraham. This included the field, the cave in the field, and all the trees in the field as far as its edge. All the Hittite people who were sitting there at the city gate agreed that Abraham was the new owner. After this, Abraham buried his wife, Sarah, in the cave in the field of Machpelah. This field was near Mamre in the land of Canaan. That place is also called Hebron. That is now, that is how Abraham, Abraham bought the field and the cave that it, it was in from the Hittite people. He also bought it so that he could bury his family there. Chapter 24 A Wife for Isaac. Abraham was now a very old man. And considering that his wife had just died, he was making sure that everything had been taken care of. The Lord had blessed him in many ways. Abraham had an important servant in his house. He had authority over everything that belonged to Abraham. Abraham said to him, Come here and make a promise to me. Put your hand between my thigh 
to show that I can trust you. You must make a serious promise to me in front of the Lord. He is the God who rules both heaven and earth. I'm living among the Canaanite people, but you must promise to this to me. You must not get a Canaanite woman to be my to be a wife for my son. So Abraham here is telling his servant, make a promise to me, you know, like I could die any day, but make a promise to me that you will not let Isaac, my son, marry one of these locals, one of these Canaanite women. No. Instead, you must go to my own country, go to my family, there to find a wife for my son Isaac. The servant asked Abraham, what should I do if the woman will not agree? Maybe she will not come back with me to this land. Must I then take your son to the country that you came from? Abraham replied, No, you must never take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, took me away from there. He took me out of my father's house. He took me away from the land where my family lives. God made a serious promise to me. He said, I will give this land to your descendants. Because God has promised this, he will send his angel to go in front of you. When you arrive there, you will find a woman to marry my son. But perhaps the woman will not agree to come back with you. If that happens, you do not have to keep this promise. But do not take my son back to that land. So the servant put his hand under Abraham's thigh. The servant promised that he would do everything that Abraham had told him. After that, Abraham's servant left to go on his journey. He took with him ten of his master's camel. He also took many different kinds of valuable gifts that Abraham had given to him. He traveled towards Aram Nahiriam. He arrived in the town of Nahor. Abraham's servant stopped outside the town. He made the camels go down on their knees near a well. It was the evening time when women came to the well to get water. The servant prayed to God. He prayed, Lord, God of Abraham, my master, please be my guide today. Be kind to my master Abraham as you have promised him. See, I am standing here near this well. The daughters of people who live in the town will come to get water from the well. I will say to one of the young women, please let me have a drink of water from your pot. If she is the right woman for your servant Isaac to marry, please may she say yes, drink, and I will give water to your camels also. If that happens, then I will know that you have kept your promise to my master. The servant was still praying when Rebekah came to the well. She had her pot on her shoulder. Rebekah was the daughter of Bithuah, who was the son of Milcah. Milcah was the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor. The woman was very beautiful. She was not married yet. She went down to the well. She filled her pot with water and she came back up again. Abraham's servant hurried to meet her. He said, please give me a little drink of water from your pot. She replied, yes, sir, please drink. She, took the quick, she quickly took the pot down from her shoulder. She gave the pot to uh, the servant. After she had done that, she said, now I will get some water for your camels too. I will do this until they have drunk as much water as they want. So Rebecca quickly poured the water from her pot into the place where the animals drank. She ran back to the well to get more water. She did this until the camels had drunk enough. So here, you know, Rebecca is there and the servant, Abraham's servant, is like, can I have a drink from your, let's say, modern day water bottle? From your water bottle and Rebecca's like 
sure, of course. So she gives him the water bottle and he drinks. And then Rebecca's like, I will also give water to your camels. You know, he had 10 camels with him. And she's running back and forth, bringing water to the place where the animals are drinking. Abraham's servant watched the girl, but he did not say anything. He wanted to know if the Lord had helped him to find a wife for Isaac. The camels finished drinking. Then Abraham's servant took out a valuable gold nose ring. It weighed one half shekel. He also took out two large gold rings for Rebecca's arms. They weighed ten shekels each. The servant gave them to Rebecca, and he asked her, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me. Is there room in your father's house for me and my men to sleep there tonight? Rebecca replied, I am Butho. I am the daughter of Butho. Nahor is his father, and Milcah is his mother. We have plenty of grass and food for your camels, and there is room for you to stay with us the night. Then the man turned his face towards the ground. He worshipped the Lord, and he said, I praise the Lord, who is God of my master Abraham. He has been very kind to my master, and he has done what he promised to do for him. The Lord has been kind to me, too. He has led me here to the house of my master's family. Rebecca quickly ran back home. She told her mother and her family what had happened. Rebecca had a brother. His name was Laban. Laban saw the nose ring and the arm rings on Rebecca that she was wearing. Rebecca told him what the man had said to her. So Laban went out quickly to the well to meet the servant. He found him standing near the well together with his camels. Laban said to him, The Lord has blessed you. You should not continue to stand out here. Come with me. I have prepared a room for you in my house. There is also a place for your camels. So Abraham's servant went with Laban to the house. They took the luggage off the camels. Someone brought grass and food for the camels. They also brought water so Abraham's servant They also brought water so that Abraham's servant and his men could wash their feet. They prepared food for the servant, but he said, I will not eat yet. First, I must tell you why I have come here. Laban said, please tell us. So the servant said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master very much so that he has become very rich. The Lord has given him sheep, cows, and silver and gold. He has given him many male servants and female servants, camels and donkeys. Sarah is my master's wife. She had given birth to a son for him, even when she was very old. My master has given his son everything that belongs to him. My master told me to make a serious promise to him. He said, I will live as a stranger among the Kenan people but you must not get a Canaanite woman to be a wife for my son instead go to the land where my father live and find a wife for my son there among my family so I asked my master what should I do if the woman will not return with me and you know the Abraham servant continues to tell what he what he had done and how he had gotten there and what he prayed and what Rebecca did and then after he finished telling it, he said that the Lord has led me to her for my master's son. So tell me what you will say. If you show true love to my master, then please say yes. But if not, then tell me. Then I will know what to do. 
Laban and Bethel replied, remember Laban is Rebekah's brother and Bethel is her father. We know that the Lord has caused all this to happen. So what we ourselves say is not important. Here is Rebekah. Take her with you to become the wife of your master's son. That is what the Lord has shown to be right. When Abraham's servant heard their answer, his face turned toward the ground to thank the Lord. He brought his master's gifts to give them to Rebekah. They were valuable things made from gold and silver as well as beautiful clothes. He also gave valuable thanks to her brother and to her mother. After that, the servant ate a meal. The men who were with him also ate and drank. They stayed there for the night. The next morning, the servant said, let me leave now so I can go back to my master. Rebecca's brother, Laban, and her mother replied, please, Rebecca, stay with us a few more days. After 10 days or so, she can go with you. But the servant said, do not make me stay longer. The Lord has given me what I came here. Let me leave now so I can go back to my master. Rebecca's brother and mother said, let us call the girl. We can ask her what she wants to do. They called Rebecca and asked her what what did she want to do? Did she want to go with the man or did she want to stay? And Rebecca said, yes, I will go. So they agreed to let her go. Her nurse went with her. They left there with Abraham's servant and his men. As Rebecca was leaving, her brother and mother blessed her. They said, Our sister, may you become the mother of million of descendants. May the descendants win against their enemies, and may they enter their enemies' cities. Then Rebecca and her female servant left, together with Abraham's servant. They took camels to ride on. That was how the servant took Rebecca and left. At this time, Isaac had returned from Beer Lahoy Roy. He was now living in the Negev. It was evening time. Isaac went to walk in the field. He looked up and saw some camels coming. They were coming towards him. Rebecca also looked up and she saw Isaac. She got down from her camel. She asked Abraham's servant, I see a man in the field. Who is that coming towards us? Who is he? The servant replied, He is my master. Rebecca covered her face with a piece of cloth. And the servant told Isaac everything that happened. Isaac took Rebecca into the tent that his mother Sarah had lived in. Rebecca became Isaac's wife, and Isaac loved Rebecca. So Isaac was happy again after the death of his mother. And that is the end of chapter 20. Four. Now we're going on to 25. Abraham dies. Abraham then married another woman. Her name was Keturah. She gave birth to Zeram, Jokas, San, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Chush. Jokshan later became the father of Sheba and Dedan. The descendants of Dedan were the Asherites, the Leshuites, and the Lemuites. Midan had three sons who were called Ephav, Ephur, Hanach, Abida and Elda. All of these were descendants of Abraham's wife, Keturah. When Abraham died, he left everything that belonged to him to his son Isaac. But while he was still alive, he gave gifts to the sons as his slave of his slave of his slave wives. He sent these sons away to keep the land of the east. He wanted to keep them far away from Isaac. Abraham lived for 175 years. He died after a good and long life when he was very old. He joined his ancestors who had died before him. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried his body in the cave of Machpelah, which was near Mamre, the cave who belonged to Ephron, but now belonged to Abraham. And they buried him there, where Sarah had also been buried. And after Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac. 
and Isaac was living near Beer Lahai Roy. Ishmael's family. This is a report of Ishmael's, of Abraham's son Ishmael and his family. So we know that Hagar was a servant. It was Sarah's servant, and she gave birth to Ishmael with Abraham, and eventually they were sent out. And here in chapter twenty-five of Genesis, verses twelve through. 18 it gives the account of ishmael's family so you can go ahead read that if you'd like ishmael lived for 130 137 years and then he died he joined his ancestors who had died before him jacob and esau this is the report of abraham's son isaac and his family so here it says from verses 19 to 34 it explains Jacob and Esau so Rebecca could not have any children so she prayed and Isaac prayed too and the Lord made Rebecca pregnant the babies inside of her were always fighting Rebecca said why is this happening to me so she went to ask the lord the lord said to rebecca the two children who are in your body will become two separate nations of people one will be stronger than the other the stronger son will become the servant of the younger son the time came for rebecca to give birth there were two babies inside of her the first baby to come out had a red body hair covered the whole of his body they called him esau then his brother came out he had his hand holding the back of his foot of esau's foot they called him jacob isaac was 60 years old when rebecca gave birth to them so we see how first esau was born and then Re and then jacob was born and they were twins Time passed and the boys grew. Esau became a good hunter out in the fields. Jacob was a quiet man. So one was stronger and the other one was not as strong. Isaac stayed near the... T <laughs> Jacob stayed near the tent. Isaac liked to eat the meat from the animals that Esau killed. So he loved Esau. But Rebecca loved Jacob. So here we see how Isaac loved Esau, the older and stronger brother but rebecca loved jacob the you know we could say weaker and younger brother one day jacob was cooking a meal esau came back from the country he was very hungry he said to jacob quick give me some of that food i am so hungry jacob said first you must sell me your birthright. Remember, Jacob was the younger one. Esau said, look, I am so hungry that I will die if you don't give me food. Then my birthright would not help me at all. Jacob said, first, make a serious promise to me. So Esau, the older brother, promised to sell his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and the soup made from grains. Esau ate the, ate the food and he drank then 
He got up and he left. In that way, Esau showed that he did not think that his birthright was important. So, you know, Jacob made him promise. The younger brother's like, you give me your birthright and I'll give you food. And Esau's like, oh, whatever. This this guy's just playing with me. So Esau's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm going to give you your birthright, but I want food. So Jacob, well, Jacob was taking this seriously. And Esau was like, Psh birthright <laughs> am i right and then jacob gives him the soup and he's like okay i'm getting the birthright and esau just like ate the food then he got up and then he's like yo peace out peace out jacob esau just left he's like whatever and he didn't think like the birthrights was anything important and that's the end of chapter 25 thank you for tuning in to the bu podcast i'm ashley i am your host i am spreading the great word of god and reaching many hearts one episode at a time with of course the help of god jesus loves you he has great plans for your life do not be discouraged do not